Welcome to the Chicago Golf Report Podcast, brought to you by ChicagoGolfReport.com, covering everything golf in Chicago. This episode, our guest is the director of the Chicago eGolf Tour, Rob McGuire. You can learn more about the Chicago eGolf Tour at AmateurGolfTour.net, or you can reach them by phone at 630-886-3442. So what are you trying to accomplish with the eGolf Amateur Tour, and what is the feedback you've received so far? Well, first and foremost, the feedback has been great. Um, we started up and running you know, just this year. This is our first year. Uh, we basically made our presence known at the Chicago Golf Show um, in February. And since then, the, like I said, the response has been great. Uh, really what we're trying to do on the eGolf Tour is we're trying to provide, you know, we build the, the tour on two principles, uh, camaraderie and competition. Um, and so it's been my goal to, to get a good group of players together uh, and put them in a situation where they can compete and compete only against their own skill level. Um, I think that's really the core of what we're trying to do. And then we're, we're trying to do it in, in a cost-effective manner for the players. Um, in today's economy, we realize that, you know, most guys can't go out and, and spend, you know, a couple hundred dollars on a tournament. Um, and so we're really just trying to, to make it an affordable thing for them to do. We're trying to show them, you know, showcase some of Chicago's, uh, you know, courses and, and things of that to make it a true tour. Um, and I think the response to both of those have been quite positive. You know, we've got a lot of players that um, Chicago is a big area. And we've got a lot of players that are coming from all over the Chicago land, whether it's, you know, down in Lockport or, you know, up in Beach Park. Um, you know, we've got players coming from all over, and they really like the idea of playing some other courses uh, that they normally wouldn't get a chance to play. And then on top of that, they're competing to win some prizes and some trophies and things like that. So, so far, the feedback has been extremely good. Um, it's kind of actually taken us by surprise, but that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we're just uh, kind of chugging along and continuing to do what we're doing. How do you go about making people feel comfortable and, and not afraid to embarrass themselves uh, when they come to your events? Well, I think the first issue that we have to address is that we have to really find what their skill level is. Um, and that uh, could be a little bit of a process. And, and normally what we've been doing is uh, there's a conversation that takes place between me and the player, and, and I kind of feel out you know, where their game is at and, and what, they're, you know, what they're trying to do, where they're trying to go with their games, what they're trying to accomplish, those sorts of things. Um, from there, basically, you know, some players will carry an actual official handicap, and, and that makes it really easy to kind of put them in the correct flight. Some people don't even know what a handicap is, um, and so therefore we got to take them through that process. We actually have our own handicapping system uh, that we create for ourselves. It's uh, similar to the USGA, but we use it for our tournaments uh, only, um, and so it really helps us kind of get the guys in the correct buckets, so to speak, to let them t- compete. And then from there, we take it a step further, and, uh, you know, my goal is to make sure that I can put guys in a, in a flight that gives them the best chance to win on that day. Um, and so what that eventually means is some guys will end up having to move around a little bit to, to, until we find that correct flight. Um, we haven't had too many issues with that, but one that sticks out to me is uh, actually in our first tournament, we had an, an A-flight player who, uh, you know, told me, he's like, you know, I'm about a five handicap, but I really should be in the A-flight, but... He's like, I've been known to, to shoot some, some low rounds. And I, and I simply told him, I said, well, we'll do this. We'll start you in the A flight because that's where your handicap is. When you win your first event on the A flight, I'm going to bump you up to the champ flight, and then you can you know, really bring out that competition in yourself. 
And he did that precisely in the first event. Came out and, and shot a 78, which is about what his handicap, you know, dictates it should be. And he came up to me afterwards and he said, you know what, I, I want to take that next step. I want to I want to take that next challenge and I want to go and, and, and play with the big boys. And, and so we bumped him up and, and put him there. And now he's going to compete on that level. And so he's going to push himself, you know, to become a better golfer and, and to really, you know, see where his game stands. And so it's really a... Uh, you know, a back and forth type of a situation to make sure that we're getting these guys in the right places uh, and that they're competing. And then most often than not, you know, golf is is an, is an honest game. Um, I haven't encountered anybody who wants to, you know, bring up the dreaded sandbag word. Um, but, uh, you know, we have certain protocols in place that we can prevent that from happening as well. How does the sign-up process for the eGolf Amateur Tour go, and um, is it too late for people to get involved? Not at all, actually. The, the sign-up process is pretty easy. You can head over to our website, um, chicagoegolf.com. Uh, there's a button that says Join the Tour. Uh, basically, the way that we work it is you don't have to – there's no minimums uh, of number of tournaments to participate on the, the tour. You can play in as few or as many events as you like. Um, so basically, you know, there's, it's not too late to join – um, you know, we're, we're adding new members daily. Uh, I actually just got three new guys to sign up uh, today, um, even though that we've played our first two events. The season's kind of broken down into two parts, uh, and this is really what really helps guys understand. We do a, a season-long points race, kind of similar to like a FedEx Cup that they do on the, the PGA Tour. And the reason we do a points race is because we have a national tour championship in Hilton Head Island. Uh, last year we had about 600 golfers come down from across the nation, um, this year we're looking probably right around 700 guys from the 40 different markets that the eGolf Tour makes up. Um, and so our points race basically dictates who's invited to participate in that event. And the way that that works is the top 10 guys in each flight per city are invited to come and participate. And so we have that, that point system in place to do that. Uh, and then the second part of the, the season is basically like an individual uh, tournament-by-tournament uh, situation. So guys can come out and play in one or two events. Uh, win some tournaments, get some nice prizes, playing for the Visa gift cards. Um, or they can, you know, build their schedule a little bit more in detail and play in more events to try to qualify for that Hilton Head uh, trip at the end of the year. So um, I encourage everybody, you know, to, to find out a little bit more about the, the tour. It's not too late to join. If you want to compete in one tournament, we can get you in. It's pretty easy. So for people who don't have a fixed schedule, they don't know if they're going to be available from week to week, can they come out and play whenever they want and, and make the events that they can? Exactly. Um, like I said, you know, there's no minimums uh, to the number of events that they want to play in. Uh, really, what we try to do is get them to at least come out for one, because I believe when they come out for one, they're going to have such a good time that they're going to want to come back for another. Um, but we also build in some other things, too. So. Uh, the, the way that the, the tour is built is each golfer purchases an annual membership. Uh, the membership is $90. And what that gets you is, you know, some, some golf swag, a nice golf e-golf hat, uh, a nice e-golf shirt, and then it also gets you a member card. And a couple of the members have actually kind of done this route. Uh, the member card basically provides discounts at the courses that we play for our tournaments the week before we play them, kind of like a practice round, if you will. And, and a couple guys have uh, purchased a membership uh, solely just for that reason, um, just to be able to take advantage of some of those discounts that you know uh, are being provided. Maybe they don't feel like they're ready to, to play in tournaments of that nature. Um, you know, and they, they're not too sure of their game, but they want to take advantage of some of those discounts. That's an advantage for them too. 
Um, and then from there, you know, then you can sign up and play, like I said, in as few or as many events as you want. Um, so it's, it, we really kind of make it easy for all golfers involved. Um, I realize that, you know, it's, it's very difficult to plan out an entire summer, you know, to play in five, six, seven, you know, 12 events that we have. Um, and so we really try to make it as flexible as possible for the player to give them the opportunity to come out and play at, at their schedule on their timeline. What kinds of courses are you playing this year, and uh, how did you schedule where you're going to take your events to? Actually, there's a lot of factors that go into the courses that uh, we select for our tour. Uh, first and foremost, being a tour, I, I tried to we try to give you know a good smattering of of, short, of, of courses that represent Chicagoland golf. Um, I also wanted to go in some certain geographic areas to kind of give some people, you know, the opportunity to play in areas that they more, normally would not play. Uh, some of the courses that, you know, so that's a big part of, of how we do it. I, I specifically chose many of the courses because I've played them myself, and so I consider them to be some top-notch golf courses. Um, more often than not, people will stick to their regions and, and play the course, you know, their local track down the street. And so I was able to, to really... Uh, hone in on some of those courses that are across Chicago to kind of, you know, let players come out and experience what it's like in, in some other areas. Uh, as far as some of the courses that we're playing, I think that we've got a pretty good lineup in 2010. Uh, we started the season out at Klein Creek out in Winfield, a uh, great course. Um, it pretty much has, a you know, an unknown piece to it that a lot of people used to think that it was a private club. Um, and while they do do private memberships, they've always been public. Um, and I got, you know, a lot of response from from a lot of our players that played that said, you know, I didn't even know that this course was there. Uh, and they enjoyed it a lot. And so that's that's another big part of what we're trying to do. Uh, our last event was at Bose Creek Country Club, which happens to be one of the newest uh, courses in Chicagoland. It was just finished in uh, September of 2009. Um, great facility out there. You know, Mike and, and Kathleen, uh, they do a great job out there. And that's actually a private club. Um, they do a little bit, you know, they, I would call it semi-private, I guess. They have a member for the day type of a policy, but that was a good thing to get some of the members to experience kind of like what a country club, you know, uh, environment was like, and guys love that. Uh, from there, then, you know, we play in some other courses. Like I said, we're playing St. Andrews this coming weekend. Uh, later in the season, we will play at McCray Memorial. Um, we'll also play at Blackberry Oaks, which is a, a nice little track that most people don't really know about. Uh, we'll, we'll head up north up into Deerfield and play the Deerfield Golf Club. Um We'll play in you know, Mill Creek uh, out in Geneva, uh, and we'll end our season over at Cantini in, uh, in Wheaton, which I consider to be one of the you know top five courses in Chicagoland. Um, and that's you know I think what a lot of people look forward to is they you know it's it's kind of an expensive track to to get out and play, but uh, when you're playing on part of the tour, it kind of gives it a little bit different of a meaning. And I know a lot of the players have been really looking forward to to getting out there at that course. So. Really, I just tried to build a schedule that would appeal to everybody, that would, you know, give a little bit of different flavors and, uh, you know, that would something that all of our golfers can play on. We basically set up the, the tournaments the day of uh, based on the skill. So our tee boxes are set up for the skill level of the golfers. So that way they don't feel intimidated that some of these courses, maybe, they, they, you know, they've got a reputation that it's too hard. They'll be playing from a set of tees that is going to accommodate their skill level and, and make it a little bit, you know, easier to play for them, at least as far as that, that goes. Um, but then on the same flight, uh, same level, our, some of our champ players or our A players, they'll be playing, you know, back from the back tees, when, giving themselves a good challenge and, and a good opportunity there. So 
So we tried to kind of, you know, fit a lot of a lot of that into a 12 tournament schedule, which isn't always the easiest uh, thing to do. Uh, but I think we've, you know, succeeded pretty well with some of the courses that we have on our, on our schedule. What are you looking to accomplish then in 2010, and then what additional things might people expect throughout the remainder of the year? Well, it's like a, like I said earlier, our, our two guiding principles is the competition and camaraderie. Uh, I can provide a competition forum in the form of the golf courses and, and how we're setting those things up and, and bringing people together to, to, to play. Um, Really what I want to continue to do is I want to build that camaraderie. What The feedback I'm getting from a lot of my players is they're playing golf outside of the tournaments with some of the people that they're meeting through the tour. And to me, I think that's kind of the biggest compliment is because that means that people like each other and they're having a good time with each other and they're finding you know new golf partners to play with. Um, and that's something that I really want to continue and, and, and go forward from there. Um, because I think that's stuff that you, you know you just can't replace is, is, is meeting meeting new people and, and having fun with those people. Um, so that's something that I, I really want to continue. And then from there, I just want uh, you know I want to create as much competition as we can for everybody. Um, obviously, the more players that we have, the bigger our prize pools. The more places that we're playing out, um, that's kind of you know what uh, what I'm really looking forward to. And then at the end, uh, you know I'd be lying to tell you if. I wouldn't like to bring down a, a nice uh, group of people down to Hilton Head and show them what you know what a, a, an event that turns out to be. We do a three-day event down there in, in, in you know one of the golf capitals of the United States and, and whatnot. And, and sometimes for some people it'll be you know the opportunity you know that they never would get uh, outside of playing Chicago, some golf in Chicago. So um, those are kinds of things that I'm looking forward to uh, to make it you know more valuable to our, our membership and, and our playing partners. What's the feedback you've received then so far from your members? Um, why did they choose to play the e-golf amateur tour instead of just playing uh, casual rounds with friends or, you know, playing on a, a weekend, a weekly basis? Probably the biggest thing is, is uh, m- most of the people that I'm encountering, they want to compete. They want to see where their level of golf stands with others. Um, and so I think that's a, a big part of it. Uh, specifically with some of the people that we're meeting recently, People want to, you know, get out, meet some other people, do those kinds of things. Why they're selecting the e-golf tour? I think cost is really a big part of what we're trying to do um, and how we're building our tour. So, like I said, some of the other tours are a little bit more expensive on the membership fee side. Their tournament fees are a little bit higher, um, and I, I think that people see that, and I think that they're kind of gravitating towards us. We're providing a, a good product. Uh, we're getting out there. You know, we're showing them a good time, uh, but we're doing it at a, at a rate that allows them to consistently do that. Um, and so I've, that's some of the feedback that I've got is, you know, I can play on some of these other tours, but I'd be spending some extra money, and I don't see why. Uh, and then also the power of, of the referral is, has been really good for us. Is Some guys are, you know, they're coming out and playing around the golf and enjoying it so much and enjoying the tournament so much uh, that they're going back and they're telling their friends and saying, hey, listen, I'm having a good time out here. Uh, the e-golf tour is putting on a good show. Uh, we're playing for some great prizes, you know, good trophies. You should really check this out, and and that's kind of helping uh, spread the word a little bit as well. And and that's probably the biggest compliment I can get is that means I'm showing these guys a good time, uh, and I'm setting up a good event for them that they're enjoying. And then they're kind of going from there and, and spreading the word, and, and that's you know more powerful than anything I can do. Before you made contact with the eGolf Amateur Tour, did you have any kind of a background in golf or running in golf events? I actually did. I spent my summers, my college summers, I attended Augustana College, 
uh, in uh, my summer breaks, I basically worked at a golf course. I was an assistant golf pro at uh, Bloomingdale Golf Club. Oh, okay. And so I was uh, over there running some events and, uh, you know, helping the pro do some things. Um, and primarily, I wasn't teaching very much over there. I was really just running events. So I have about four years of experience doing that. Uh, and then, I, you know, basically when I was in college, I was uh, kind of running our, our college's intramural program. So uh, maybe not specifically just golf events, you know, kind of all events, basketball and softball and all that kind of stuff. So I've always been around uh, those kinds of things, and, and I've always had that experience of, of getting guys together and, and getting out and, and playing and, and, and doing different activities and that sort of thing. So it was really kind of a natural fit for me uh, to kind of just start the, the tour here and, and get it going. Um, it's just something that I enjoy doing. I, I enjoy getting people together. I enjoy, you know, planning the aspects of it. And you know, my wife kind of thinks I'm a little bit crazy sometimes, but that's a. You know, <laughs> You're enjoy. not a good golfer if people don't say that. <laughs> exactly or, right. Or, or a passionate golfer, I should say. Right, um, and I, I really just truly enjoy bringing it all together. I enjoy what you know, from getting there early to setting up everything, to to meeting and greeting the guys and, and cheering them on and riding the course and taking pictures of the guys and watching them compete and watching them make a big putt or you know chip one in or something along that nature and then like greeting them at the end collecting those cards putting those scores up on the boards you know doing our little awards presentation and then you know going home and and writing you know writing up a little story to, to post on our website and kind of keeping track of the stats it's it's just something that i enjoy doing and it, it was a really natural fit for me to, to kind of get involved in, in doing on this level so since there are so many great golf courses uh, within the Chicagoland area, I would imagine you are able to introduce people to some courses that they've probably never played before. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's kind of why we, like I said, we've, we go up, to, up into Deerfield, we go out to Elgin, we go down to Lockport, um, you know, we're out in Bristol. Like these are places that, you know, if you just live, let's say, on the, the south side of the city, uh, you would never go to those types of places to play because you've got, you know, many great golf courses in your backyard uh, and that's kind of true for all of our you know golfers and, and it really allows them to branch out and you know for example with Bose Creek Country Club brand new golf course people don't you know it's not even on the GPS maps people couldn't find it um, the map the course itself wasn't mapped in any of the, the, the GPS uh, guidelines and whatnot but when people got out there they said wow this is a really nice course and I would never have known about it if it wasn't for the tour and that's, you know, just helping the game of golf and promoting the game of golf in that respect, I think, is, is really, you know, another small aspect of what we're doing and how we're getting along. What's been the feedback you've received so far from the golf courses? Have they been supportive, supportive of, of these events? I think they're very excited. They've, uh, every course has welcomed me with open arms. Uh, I pretty much get in contact. You know, I'm actually working on right now planning my 2011 schedule. Mm. So first of all, I'm, I'm already in their ears, you know, a full golf season in advance. And, and while some might think that's a little bit ambitious and whatnot, um, it really shows, first of all, that we're interested in your course or in that course that we're talking to. Um, it shows that we're serious. It shows that, you know, we're going to bring a, a, a good group of golfers. Um, but as, as far as the, the courses go, every one of them has welcomed us with open arms. They want to get people out there and playing. Um, they want to get people coming from different areas to play their course because it doesn't just promote them as well. Um, and then at the same time, you know, we only play 12 tournaments a year. And so to be one of the, the 12 tournaments on our schedule really gives them a little bit of ad, extra advertising as well. Mm -hmm. um, I'm doing my own marketing materials, but I'm selling the courses. 
just as much as I'm selling the tour. Um, and so they, they enjoy that as well. So uh, they're enjoying the, the new players that are coming. You know, we're bringing 50 to, 50 to 60 guys a, a week to their tournaments, uh, to their courses that maybe that, you know, they may never have seen. In addition to the practice rounds that we're doing the week before, you know, we're getting probably anywhere from 25 to 35 practice rounds the week before. So uh, from a, a golf business perspective, it's just extra business for them. Um, and it's really promoting them as well and putting them on the map. So uh, the, the golf courses really enjoy it. Um, the second reason that they enjoy it is we're doing a lot of the work for them. Uh, you know, we're doing the scorekeeping and we're doing, you know, we're setting the tee times and we're doing a lot of that stuff. Um, and so, you know, in a way that it, other than providing a facility and, and a couple other, you know, pieces of benefits for them, it's kind of a hands-off approach to them and it gives them the opportunity to showcase their course. Um, and that, I think they really enjoy that as well. So Yeah, and I think a lot of that stems from our national presence, um, seeing that we're, you know, we're not just, uh, you know, 30 or 40 guys that are, are banding together to kind of to get it going. Um, you know, we're in, the eGolf Tour is in 40 different markets. Uh, last year we had over 3,000 members nationwide. And we get guys to travel and play in from different markets. I've had a couple of my guys go down into the Myrtle Beach area and actually head over into Arizona and they played in some of those events. And, and I've actually had a couple of guys from Carolinas come up and, and play in our events as well. Um, and so I think that helps them too because now it's not only putting them on a local level, it's also putting them on a national level too. Um, so it's just, it's putting their name out there even more. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I've, I've also been, you know, blessed. I'm working with some really good people at some of these courses um, that, you know, are really making the, the events go as far as getting us on the, the schedule and, and things of that nature. But uh, it's been really, it's been a lot of fun to say the least. Walter, I appreciate it and uh, we'll talk soon. This has been the Chicago Golf Report Podcast. Visit chicagogolfreport.com right now for exclusive discount offers, Chicago golf news, and in-depth event listings.